0: and uh, realised that I'm quite thirsty. Um, we thirst, don't we? We thirst. I'm always, I was always told growing up, every time I left home for school or whatever, my mum always used to say, have you had a, plenty to drink before you go? Because she was always worried that I might not be drinking enough uh, water. What do they say these days? What's the recommended amount of water we're supposed to drink in a day? Is it eight glasses? That sounds a lot to me. Eight glasses of water. We thirst. We thirst on a daily basis, maybe even an hourly basis. God made us in such a way that we thirst for water. We thirst for water. Uh, just virtually uh, sort of at least once a week, in the middle of the night, I'll get a tap on my shoulder and frightened, woken up, and I see one of my children standing there, and they say, I'm thirsty, can you get me a drink? Uh, So I've taught them all just to drink from the tap in the bathroom. Um, It's so much quicker, um, and I don't have to go downstairs, get a glass of water, etc. But don't we live in an incredible age where, if we thirst, we've got taps everywhere, haven't we? I've got, I don't know, you could count the taps in my house, maybe we've got 10 taps maybe somewhere um, and you can just get drink whenever you want it fresh clean cool water anytime you want it but maybe back in these times in John chapter 4 it's not quite as simple as just turning the tap on when you're thirsty maybe there's only one well in the town that this Samaritan lady lives in maybe there's only one well can you imagine one well in South End? Can you imagine the queues you would have to go through every day, traipsing maybe a kilometre, two kilometres to get water? And then not only that, but you can only get as much water as you can carry. She says that, doesn't she, to Jesus. She says, Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. So obviously you've got to bring your own bucket and you've got to draw your own water. So you've got to carry that water home. Quenching your thirst for this lady is not easy. Not easy. And it also says here that she came at midday to the well. And lots of uh, Bible commentators have said, well, that's interesting because you wouldn't normally go at midday, the hottest time of day, to draw water. Uh, So the the implication there, of course, is that uh, she wants to go at a time when there's not many people around because she's feeling a bit low in life. She's possibly feeling low in life because of what Jesus points out, that she, maybe she's known in the town for having five husbands, and it brings her shame, or if she's had many relationships. So she's gone at midday. So it's not easy for this lady to quench her thirst. And she is thirsty. Now, Jesus loves to meet people by wells, Wells are important in the Bible. Lots of significant events happen around wells if you do your your Bible studies. But I think Jesus likes to meet people at a well because it's such a great illustration for him to say, Look, I know you are thirsty. I know you thirst on a daily basis. But I know you're thirsty not just for this water from the well, you're thirsty of your soul. And you've been working really hard to quench that thirst and nothing is working. That's what I think Jesus is saying to this lady. There is another kind of water, a water for your soul that you thirst for, that we all thirst for, that no matter how hard we try, we can never feel quenched. Refreshed and satisfied. I wonder if you were meeting Jesus by this well and you sat down with him and you had drawn the water out and you traveled a long way and Jesus said to you, I know you thirst too. What would he say to you? Because he says to this lady, I'm going to I'm going to put, I'm going to highlight one area of your life where I can see that you're thirsting. And he points to her relationships. He points to the fact that you've had many relationships, but none of them have properly satisfied your soul. Now, I think this woman sometimes gets a bit of a a bad rep here because it says jesus says she's had five husbands and the the man she's with right now is not your husband that could be for two reasons couldn't it It could be one that she uh, has never found a man that that satisfies her and that gives her the happiness in life that she's always been looking and longing for so she leaves one man to to find another that could be the case but possibly more likely is that she's been dropped and abandoned and left multiple times passed on, and a man saying, I've, I've had enough of you. Could be that way round, couldn't it? Either way, either way, she has a longing for being loved, a longing to find someone to love, a longing for life, a longing for acceptance, a longing for belonging. Whatever it is, she has a thirst that is not being satisfied. I wonder what Jesus... Would put his finger on for us. If you were sat there with Jesus, what might he say to you? I know you are thirsty, but I also know you've been drinking from the wrong wells. Because the problem with drinking from the wrong wells is we get ever more thirsty. If you drink the wrong things, you end up needing to drink more. That's a biblical principle. The more we try to satisfy the needs of our souls with something other than the living God, we get more and more thirsty. And the problem gets worse and worse. I remember um, when I get um, working hard or long hours and long weeks and months, Have you all been there, And we, you just say, I need a break. I need a break. And uh, so you book a holiday, don't you? You sort of say, oh, I'll go on holiday, maybe go camping or maybe go and see some relatives or, or whatever it is. And you go on holiday. And about halfway through the holiday, I start to panic and I go, oh, no, I've got to go back to... <laughs> back to normal life soon and then you you come back from your holiday or or whatever it is your break and you think you would come back really refreshed don't you but pretty soon the tiredness can come back and then you start planning in your diary the next thing going uh, okay maybe if i just went to a different place further away (laughs) sunnier that might do it so you go somewhere further away and sunnier but you come back, and the thirst returns. Yeah? I know some young people, uh, there's a young people, wasn't so much in my day, but more recently, young people, even young people, they're thirsting at a younger and younger age, I think. Maybe I'm just getting old, and I look back <laughs> generations and go, oh, it wasn't like that in my day. But young people seem to be thirsting more and more. There's, people are re- young people are realizing there's a lack of meaning in their life, I think, quite readily. And so, uh, time and time again, I come across young people who go, as soon as I can get out of school or whatever, I'm just going to go traveling. I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to explore the world because I'm, I'm thirsting for meaning and purpose, and so they, uh, off they go. The problem is, as I've said before, no matter what you're trying to quench that thirst with, it's just going to get more and more and more. Jesus even said once, what good is it for you to gain even the whole world? yet forfeit your soul. So if you go on this quest of quenching thirst in the wrong places, eventually you're going to require the whole world to quench that thirst and it's not, still not going to be enough. Yeah? Uh, that, that made me think, of course, about what's going on um, in the Ukraine and things like that. How much do people need or someone need to quench a hunger or a thirst in their life, but it never being enough? Never is enough, is it? No matter even if you conquer the whole world. In fact, um, athletes find that quite a lot um, when they achieve their goals. Or let's say they get a gold medal at the Olympics or whatever. An athlete's been working hard to try and achieve something they've been thirsting and longing for. It's very common after they achieve that thing, they start feeling thirsty again. You'd think that'd be it, happy forever. But no, the thirst returns. Jesus says, there is a water that when you drink it, you will never thirst again. And of course, this lady wants it. She says, well, that would be great because then I don't have to come all the way out here to this well with my buckets in the middle of the day and work and strive to get this well. And Jesus says, no, 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 no. It's, it's a different kind of water. It's a different kind of water. And to cut a long story short, she she leaves this encounter with Jesus feeling that water that wells up in her to eternal life. She feels it because she goes off and she celebrates that she's met the Messiah and she's filled with joy. And she manages, she goes back to her town where maybe she's always lived a life of shame, not really able to look people in the eye maybe not trying to avoid certain people in the town because of the shame that might be around her life. She goes back to the town and she just starts telling everybody about Jesus. So her life is completely changed. She's found living water that is beginning to just well up in her to eternal life. Now, here's my point. Here's the point. She might have spent decades... Decades thirsting and searching for love and meaning to quench her soul. Relationship after relationship, experience after experience, decades maybe. And maybe you or me, maybe you've experienced that too. Maybe a whole lifetime has passed and you're still searching for that life-giving water. Decades. And then she just has one conversation with Jesus. And all her thirst is quenched. Just one conversation with Jesus. Did more for her than all the relationships she's ever had. Or will ever need ever again. That one conversation with Jesus, he is the living water and one sip from the well of eternal life in Christ is enough that you will never need to search ever again. When people come to Jesus, they always leave him never going, well that was a nice experience But there must be more. There must be more to life than just that. When anyone ever meets Jesus, they're like, that's enough. I have found life. I have found life itself. So it doesn't really matter whether I'm rich or poor, whether I live longer or whether I die soon. Because I've had one conversation with Jesus and that was enough. Have you had that kind of experience with jesus that all your thirst goes away i think that's a wonder because we were made we were made to drink from the eternal life of the living god that's what we were made for and until we drink of jesus you will always be thirsty always be thirsty but even a sip, even a sip, even five minutes with Jesus. She has five minutes with Jesus. And that was worth more than all the decades of all the other relationships. Isn't that incredible? So my prayer for us this evening is just that we might even just for a few moments spend time with Jesus. We're going to literally drink and eat And Jesus will say, come to me, you who are thirsty, you who are hungry, even if you have no money, come and buy and eat what is freely given and find satisfaction for your souls. So let's just pray now.